Agutunev Shabbos Parshas Devarim Shabbos Chazayin. Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a wonderful week. This week's shear is sponsored by our corporate sponsor, the Hatz and Zalt Law Firm. As well, it is sponsored this week by Yaakov and Yehudis Rosenstock of Muncie, New York. The Ilu Nishmas Rachel Esther Bas of Mordechai. For future sponsorships or dedications, please reach out to 845-367-2959. Rav Meilch Biderman tells over in the name of the Kedushas Levi the following marshal. There was once a king who decided to buy his son, the prince, a beautiful garment, beautiful suit. And he gave it to his son, and his son soiled it. He went outside, got full of mud, said, okay. Went back to the tailor, made the measurements again. The beautiful silk buttons made from the finest imported stone. And the king was sure that this time, on the second round, his son is going to take care of this beautiful garment. And sure enough, his son goes out once again. He trips, he falls, rips the entire suit. Comes back to his father, the king in tears. He says, Father, it was an accident. You know I didn't mean to do this. You know I tried to be careful. Please, forgive me. Can we please buy another suit? Can you take me to the tailor again? And his father, the king, looks at him. And in a tone of sadness, with reluctance, he tells his son, My dear son, you know how much I'd want to give you another suit. But the previous instances has shown me that you're not ready to wear such an expensive, exquisite garment. And the son said, okay, I understand. But, the king said, because I love you so much, because I want to show you how dear you are to me, we're going to go back to the tailor. We're going to measure you up once again. We're going to get all the beautiful fabrics, all the stone for the beautiful buttons. And what we're going to do is, we're going to put the suit away in a closet. We're going to lock it up. And when you get older, you're going to wear this suit, a suit of royalty, dignity, and prestige. They went off, they made the suit, and sure enough, it was a beautiful, beautiful piece, and they put it away, they locked it up. The king saw that the son really wanted to wear the suit. On the one hand, he said, I can't let him wear the suit. He's not ready. But on the other hand, he has such excitement. He feels so good when he sees this suit. So he said, let's make a compromise. He said, although you can't wear the suit, every year we're going to go to this closet, we're going to open it up, and you'll tap into that excitement of one day, of the day that you're going to don this beautiful, exquisite garment. You're going to shine with radiance and pride. You'll feel pristine and glow with glory. Says the Kedushas Levi, this is us in Gullus. This is Tishabov. This is Shabbos Chazoin. Chazoin literally means to visualize, to see. And every year, during the three weeks, the nine days, and especially Shabbos Chazoin, the Shabbos which is called Shabbos of visualization. We're seeing something. We're tapping into a future. We're feeling the Shechina. We're feeling the Kedusha. And every year, although we don't have the base of Mikdash during this time, we're meant to visualize. We're meant to be Chazayin. We're meant to look into the future. Look into the depth of our heart. See what's missing. Feel the Shechina Begalusa. Feel that we're a Se Oyved. We're stray sheep without a leader. Of course, Hashem is always with us. But when the Shekhinah is lacking, we lack that closeness, the closeness that we need. And during these days, Shabbos Chazayin, we're meant to visualize, we're meant to dream, aspire, and of course to yearn for the Emes, to yearn for the Beis HaMikdash, to yearn for the Shekhinah, to fill the void of Shekhinah Begalusa, to bring the Shekhinah back, to bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu back into the closest He can possibly be in this world, to remove what the Svarm called the Mechitzas, the partitions that are blocking, that are sealing us away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, 
And during this time, the more we yearn, the more we show it bothers us, it affects us, we feel, we feel the hole, we feel the void. That's the schus that's going to bring it back. As the Gemara and Tainus, the Flamen of Abbey says, those who mourn are saddened by Yerushalayim, by the Churban, they're going to merit and see the Simcha of its rebuilding. Those that are not misabal, those that can't krecht, if they can't cry, at least a sigh, a thought, a moment of yearning. Those people will not merit to see its rebuilding, the unfathomable joy of it being rebuilt. Let's take a couple minutes to see what we can take out, what can visualize from Parshas Devarim, how it connects to Tishabov, how it can enhance and enrich our Avaida, and how we could connect the feelings of elevation, hope and promise with the rebuilding of Bayashlishi Bimheira Mamash. So in this expasha, Parshas Devarim, Maisha Benu recounts and recalls the wars he had with Sichon and Oig, two kings of the Amiraim nations. And Moshe Rabbeinu remembers how Hashem reassured him not to fear these terrifying kings. And the Pasuk tells us, In reference to the king of Oig, Hashem says, Do not fear him. Because in your hand I placed him. You're going to overcome him. Don't worry. The question is, for some reason the Torah emphasizes, highlights Moshe Rabbeinu's fear towards Oig. Yet, Sichin was also a terrifying, ruthless king in his own right. So why is it that Moshe exhibited this feeling of fear specifically towards Oig? To which Rashi answers, that Oig had a special schus. He had a special mice of chesed that he did, which was back in Lachicha, Lot was captured, and Oig Melchabashin went and informed the Ram they should go wage war in order to capture his nephew. That's Rashi's answer, and therefore because of this chesed, this deed, that Oig Melchabashim performed for that one deed. Way back when, Moshe Rabbeinu feared that he had a schus, he had a merit. And perhaps, Moshe Rabbeinu, the greatest man of all time, the greatest leader of all time, he wouldn't stand the chance against the mighty Oig. The Mepharshim asked, how could this be? Oig wasn't a tzaddik. He had selfish and lustful intent. The only reason he told Avram Avinu that he should go wage war wasn't because he cared about Avram, because he cared about Lot. It wasn't because he had a good heart and he cared about his feather brother. On the contrary, the reason why Oig informed Avram to go wage war was because he hoped he would die. He hoped that he'd be killed and that his wife Sarah, the beautiful Sarah, will be his to keep. He will prize her as his new queen. So ask the Mepharshim, how could it be that Moshe Rabbeinu feared that this would serve as a schus for Oig? If anything, to the greatest contrary, this should serve as the greatest kitrug as the biggest accusation against Oig Melchabashan. And for sure, Moshe Rabbeinu should have been reassured that he would overcome Oig in battle. This was terrible, malicious, atrocious. He wanted Avram Avinu to die in order that he should keep his wife. And Moshe Rabbeinu feared this, feared that this would be a schus for him. From here, the Svarim deduce, namely Rabbi Yosef Zundel Salant, the Rebbe of Rabbi Saul Salanter, and Rabbi Doiv Kviet, the Sefer Sukastavid. They say that from here we see a tremendous insight in life, the power of one, kayach, of even one deed, even if the intention is terrible, horrific, selfish, repulsive, 
Oig was completely self-absorbed. He wanted Avram Avinu to die. He wanted him to be killed in order that he should have his wife. Nevertheless, the Torah renders this a Maisa of Chesed, a Maisa of Bin Adam Lechavere, caring one for another. Kavachimer, says Zundel Salanter, when we do one Maisa with good intention, when we do a Maisa with real care and empathy for our friend, when we do a Maisa because you know this is the Ratan Hashem, Kavachimer, how much more so do we get paid, do we get schar for such a mitzvah, for such a maiso? And the Sukkot David, Rabbi David Kviet, adds that even if chas v'sham, the intent behind it, is not pure, even if the intention behind it is selfish, as we know, if a person gives tzedakah with the intent that his son should live, completely not lishma, not for the sake of the mitzvah itself, solely for selfish intent, Nevertheless, he's been the kind of the mitzvah of tzedakah, with the mitzvah of chesed, with the mitzvah of ben adam lechaver as well. When it comes to our interpersonal relationships, we may not have the greatest intention, and we may not be feeling it, but we have to chap it around. We have to utilize the moment. Realize the chashivas, the power and potency that lies within each and every mitzvah of chesed, of gimel chasadim, of care for one another, that we do. How appropriate this is. This is one of the messages in this week's parsha of Shabbos Chazoin, the Shabbos of vision, of looking into the future. When we have to strengthen in our Havas Chinam, the base of Mikdash was destroyed because of Sinas Chinam. And when we work on Havas Chinam, every Maisa, every step, every act of kindness builds those bricks, gets us closer, makes Hashem happier. And Hashem, in turn, well, Be'ez Hashem, want to return his Shechina to place of a full Kli Kibble. As the Chassidish Shesvarim say, the Shechina can't lie in a place of Shivrei Kalim. The world has to be a complete, full, wholesome vessel. And the more we do and we strive to rectify the broken Kli that we live in, may we all utilize the messages that the Torah teaches us, that Moshe Benu is giving over in these parashas, for generations, for us to heed his word to rise to the occasion, to become greater, and never to doubt what lies in each and every act of kindness, a good word, chesed, and even if it doesn't have the greatest intent, don't brush it off, don't undermine or underestimate the power of one deed. When we are mechazik, when we strive for greatness to help one another, may these add up very quickly as chusim for the bin base of mikdash, the meher of yomenu, when we go into Shabbos Chazoin this week, we're supposed to tap into that vision. Dream big. Dream great. May this be the year that those dreams come true, where we stand together in unison, in happiness and excitement, with the greeting of Meshech Zidkenu Bimher Vimenu. Amen. I hope you enjoyed. I thank each and every one of you for listening, and I wish you all a wonderful Shabbos.